just light. I don't like really heavy beers. Yeah, Bud Light and Miller Light taste too much like high school to me. Welcome to episode 31, wow, 31, of the Music Video Land podcast, uh, f- featuring yours truly, Adam Fairhome, and then we also have Doug Klinger on the line, and y- Doug is eating snacks, so... You Not sh- anymore. No, you should hear his, well, telltale sign, if he still is, is if he's, you can hear his audio clipping because of his mute button going on and off, so let's all listen for that and send him hate mail if it happens. I my audio clips often though because I use my mute button pretty regularly. Hmm. Uh, I'm always partying over here while you're over there podcasting. I multitask. It's important to party, and um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, so on this week's last week's episode, we tried a little something different. Talk was just me and Doug, and this week we're bringing back the interviews, and we have a great interview for you this week we have dave green who is um you'll hear he doesn't describe himself as strictly music video director uh, he's done short films and commercials but he's directed some really uh fantastic uh, sh- uh, uh c- comedy infused music videos i think it would be safe to say uh, two ones for miles fisher this must be the place uh, new romance um, one that by the title you'd never guess was a funny music video, Nudge and Puppies by the Harmonious Pimps of Harmony, um, T.J. Miller by T.J. Miller, and uh, Pacific Coast Eyes by Graham Colton. Um, so we'll get to that a little bit later on in the podcast. But um, We will. That's indeed, a, prom- indeed that's a we promise. Will. First, a commercial for uh, Michelob Ultra. It goes down smooth. 90, 95 calories. Do you think if we sent this to them, they'd give us any money? Uh, they'd probably ask for money. <laughs> so, as you'll hear, uh, and you should definitely check out uh, his videos on the site. I'm watching Michelob we... Ultra's videos. Right, the Michelob Ultra uh, uh, social media campaign. If I, if you know, I've never. I just thinking about this earlier today. I've never ever in my life bought anything because of a social media campaign. Not that you, not that you consciously did, but there were seeds in your brain due to those, due to those, so, due to those social oomphs that come from. I guess it's uh, like uh, sponsored stories on Facebook. What are we? What is this that we're doing? We're doing it. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> so, um, but actually, I'm really excited about today's podcast topic because it ties in with our with our interview. Um, it, which is always good. Which is always a good idea. Which is always a good idea. It's called thematics, and uh, one of the music videos that uh, that Dave has directed is a uh, cover song by Miles Fisher of this the Talking Head song. This must be the place, and the music video is a pretty much shot. It, it's shot for shot homage, I guess we could call it, to the film American Psycho. Have you seen Have you seen this film, this, uh, Doug? I have indeed. I've seen clips. I haven't actually seen the whole thing. I've no, it, I've known people who are obsessed with this movie. There's something about this movie. Um, 
And who who's the star star again? I can I can never remember his name. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. That's right. Um, so we thought it might be interesting to talk a little bit about mu- music videos that have been inspired or are in fact direct copies, not direct copies, but are inspired to different degrees by films. And I think there, you know, there are different, definitely different degrees that you can be inspired by. Um, for instance, do you remember the uh, 1990s remake of the movie Psycho? I do indeed. And this was not just a, a remake like that would they would remake um, God, like Superman or something like that. It's not a, was not a reboot in any sense of the word. It was a complete shot for shot remake, exactly everything. And when it came out, people were a little puzzled by it. It, 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 it sort of um, stands on the extreme end of of, uh, of uh, uh, remakes in, in that sense. Um, but there's also um, you know music videos that have been sort of in, in, you know inspired by uh, by movies. Another weird thing about that Psycho remake is that it it stars Vince Vaughn. Yeah, isn't that as, a little odd? Yeah. Before he was Vince Vaughn as we know him now, though, he kind of tried to be a serious actor. But we won't go down that Vince Vaughn rat hole too far. No, we've been down uh, that before, and it's oh, not pretty. Man. It is definitely. He's a drinker. Um, well, I've got I got three music videos that I want to speak on that. And, you want to um, speak? Okay, let's hear them. So... And I think these kind of exemplify different degrees of which, obviously one of them, not one of them, but three, but one of them is This Must Be the Place by Miles Fisher is being a very, um, directed by Dave Green is being a very shot, uh, shot conscious of, um, you know, doing things in the same way they did in the movie. Um, and there's a lot of music videos that, that I mentioned have been inspired by uh, by different movies, such as uh, Madonna, Express Yourself, inspired by Metropolis. Uh, the um, California Dreamin', uh, no, not California Dreamin', California Love uh, by Tupac and Dr. Dre, inspired by Mad Max videos. Um, but one of my favorite ones out of this pantheon is Smashing Pumpkins' Tonight Tonight video. Uh, you, you've seen this video, right? It's one of the most iconic videos of the 90s. Of course. Um, and it is inspired, which is a really... Um, somebody was going to do it eventually, but it's a really genius idea of uh, inspired by the George Melies 1902 film, A Trip to the Moon. And you've definitely seen uh, this somewhere. It's uh, Although it is an extremely old movie, it's 110 years old, um, you've seen the black and white image of the moon face, the guy's face in the moon, and then the rocket ship crashes right into his face. Um, so if you watch the original version, um, and then you watch the Smashing Pumpkins video, you can see how it was kind of inspired, but there's no real, um, the storyline is basically the same. These, uh, people go to the moon in this, you know, 19, early, uh, you know, 1900s, uh, fashion where they, they're dressed in suits and they, you know, go in a giant bullet. Um, but was, uh, what I found really interesting about this is about a year and a half ago, I think, um, uh, they found a hand-colored version of George Melies' A Trip to the Moon. And this is what they used to do back in the day uh, when they had 
uh, black and white film, somebody would go through and paint every single frame so you could get color. And they thought they lost this. And then some, I think somebody found it in an attic or something like that. <clears throat> and uh, it, it debuted at the 2001, the 2011 Cannes Film Festival. Uh, and they added in a soundtrack by the French uh, duo Air. Um, so it wasn't like this orchestral soundtrack that you'd, you'd commonly find with the film. Uh, it was this uh, very, um, you know, modern, uh, really kind of creepy at times uh, soundscape that they put together. They're, it's in color instead of black and white. It, it, it's almost kind of like the same viewing experience that you'd have if you were, um, you know, back in the early 1900s and watching, you know, the color version of A Trip to the Moon um, in a movie theater when that the special effects were, you know, really incredible. Um, I, I think that we, because uh, I've got a few too, I think we ought to go back and forth a little bit here. Yeah, oh yeah. Now, I just, think, uh, well, one more trivia about that. Oh, hit me with it. This is interesting. Would, did you know that there's a connection between the Tonight Tonight video and SpongeBob SquarePants? Of course, but I'm going to let you say it. The couple who goes to the moon in uh, Tonight Tonight is... Uh, Tom Kenny and Jill Talley, who oh. do the voices for SpongeBob Spon- and um, Plankton's computer, Karen. Um, I haven't watched the video. I didn't because I knew that you were going to talk about it. So I watched other videos. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that that was them in that video. Otherwise, I would have known the connection. So, well, hit me with uh, hit me. Just with throwing the, uh, that out there. Well, uh, I want to I want to quickly uh, kind of mine's a mine's a little twofer right here but uh because they're going to be brief uh not not quite as uh detailed as yours chris mars polero is uh known for kind of making some movie remake you know fake movie preview style music videos and kind of big budget music videos in general and uh the black keys howling for you it's it's a fake movie preview but it's it, it features a lot of actors that are 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 you know found in in movies and stuff like that but but the, but the one that I really want to talk about by also by Chris Mars Palau also by by Chris Mars Palero is uh by a band called Bless the Fall and the song is Hey baby here's the song you wanted and uh uh this video is a um this video is a hangover remake and it's treated basically like the opening credits and then closing credits of a movie like it's it's basically treated like a like the movie opening credits but there's a lot of elements in this music video that you know you see in hangover they kind of like wake up in the middle of the you know they wake up in the in the afternoon kind of like hungover nobody really knows what's going on you know at one point a naked guy jumps out of the trunk and chases the band around like there's a lot of elements that exists in the hangover. Um, this happens to not be the only hangover movie remake that there is. Um, the other one that exists, which Adam, I, I, I think I want you to watch as I'm describing it. Okay. And I want, I want you to tell me if I'm accurate or not. Okay. Uh, Killer Mike, uh, his video for I'm a Fool With It. That's what you need to look for, Adam. Uh, Killer Mike is is known for making some really great music videos. He had uh, his music video for Burn was banned from and uh, from BET. Uh, who knows why? For being too real. <laughs> uh, 
No, but who knows? Like, to, I don't really know. But he's he's made some spectacular music videos and some really like great music, and and it's and it's kind of like conscious and and great and not horrible music, which can happen in rap. This video, however, it is not any of those things. Uh, <laughs> um, this is a Hangover remix. They it start the video starts and they've lost Killer Mike. the The problem I have in this video is the casting. Um, it's a it's very loosely based on the Hangover, but they have what appears to be trying to like recreate all like many of the other characters from the movie The Hangover. And to me, it just looks like they found any white guys they could find, <laughs> and just like it's like oh, you're gonna be the Zach Galifianakis character. Let me just. Let me just tie a stuffed animal to your face that kind of looks like a beard and and strap a baby to your chest and you're now Zach Galifianakis. Like it seems like if you're going to make a hangover remake, you need more than a beard to do it. <laughs> and I think that that's all they got, a beard and white people. And it seemed like that was like the extent of the hangover remake that they did and that's what they tried. And so that's that's uh that's what it seems like to me as I read it, and I want I want to I want to hear your opinion of this, Adam. Well, it starts off strong there in the desert, uh, you know, the famous uh, hangover scene there where they've lost the guy they lost, and um, and yeah, after that, basically it is a guy with a big beard with a baby strapped to his chest, and it's just a straight rap video after that. Um, of actually, there's uh, there's a lot of. Uh, of strippers in this, but it is a movie. It is a movie parody. I suppose so I went. I went through all three of mine. So we went me, and then and then we went you, and then a whole bunch from me. My well, kinda, I only have one. My kind of all all strung together though. So well, I got one more, and I I set out with a little bit of a mission. I set out to find the weirdest movie tie-in uh, to a music video. Let's hear it. And uh, so this is a spy song I, I, a video I did not know ever existed, which is strange because the director and the artist are extremely well known. The artist is Madonna and the video is David Fincher. And the song is called Oh Father. Um, if you know anything about Madonna, she had a apparently not a good relationship with her father and her, her mom died when she was young. And um, this video is about that. It's actually very literal. There's a lot of lines like that are we'll just listen to the song. They're very literal. And um, so for this video, which I is nowhere near as famous as her other videos, uh, she parodied or not parodied, but um, homage to uh, Citizen Kane by Orson Welles. Um, often cited by you know film lists and things like that as the greatest film ever made, um, but and I was like no this can't possibly be true. But one of the um, opening scenes is uh, a very very close approximation of you know one of the opening scenes of Citizen Kane where he's a young boy in the countryside and it's snowing and you've got the yard. Um, it, and, you know, you don't really have to have seen Citizen Kane. You can kind of just have these basic images of it. It's a very um, overexposed and, and black and white. Anyway, I was kind of uh, taken aback that this even exists. It's not a great music video. Um, it's kind of like a cross between uh, Citizen Kane and 
a very sort of low-budget student movie about spousal abuse. So I highly recommend you check it out. It's, it's and, and the fact that it was directed by David Fincher, who is a um, very famous music video director as well as film director, just uh, it hits that home. So that's my uh, final uh, kind of example of uh, a music uh, video influenced by a movie. There we go. So check all of those out. Watch them. And, uh, and when you look at them on the site, they'll all be labeled as based on a movie. There you go. So now uh, we're going to talk, you'll hear in our interview, we're going to touch on this topic a little bit because um, we have Mr. Dave Green, music video director extraordinaire. Um, if you've ever seen uh, a approximation of Saved by the Bell where somebody gets crushed and there's blood all over the place from being um, crushed by a row of lockers, then this is the man behind that. If you've ever seen a music video where in slow motion a puppy gets nudged by a shoe, um, then that, he is also the man behind that. So um, check out his workout on the site. Like we mentioned before, he's directed videos for Miles Fisher, The Harmonious Pimps of Harmony, TJ Miller, and Graham Colton. So without further ado, uh, here's our interview with music video director Dave Green. Did you say check out his workout? Check out his workout. He's got he's got a blog full of his great workouts. Well, I'm Dave Green, and I am a director, and I direct mostly short films, but have been doing a bunch of music videos lately, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, do commercials too from time to time but that's that's pretty rare so um yeah that's me and how did you know how did you move into the music video space from uh, from the short film space it seems like they they obviously share a lot of uh, uh commonalities but uh, what what got you into the music video space um let's see i i'm just a big fan of music videos in general and um I had been kind of, I was an assistant for a, a while, like after I graduated college. And um, I would, part of my job was just sitting, you know, just to pass the time was like sitting at my desk and like watching music music videos that like Ace Norton was making, like, because he had just taken a different route and gone to USC and was like out and just shooting right after school or like during school also. And I was like, ah, Ace is having so much fun. That's so cool. Um, and just watching these great videos. And, you know, I was just, I, I kind of consider myself like more of a, a music video f- fan, if anything else. Um, and just kind of made like a little stockpile of music videos that, um, that I had been watching and just kind of collected them. This is like before Vimeo was like, you know, it was easy to save your favorite clips and stuff like that. So I just like saved all these clips by like, you know, Waverly Films guys and, and like, you know, Dougal Wilson and Tractor and like all my favorite guys and like just, I don't, it was just fun to show them to friends and stuff. But, um, and then, you know, when my assistant job was over, I just started not taking any more assistant jobs. And I was like, I want to make some shorts again because I had done that in in high school and college and stuff and and I actually just started making shorts and then um a buddy of mine who I had met like doing a short film with named Miles Fisher um 
he was like, hey, I he's like an actor singer and he wanted to do this music video, this American psycho themed music video for one of his songs. And cause he's like obsessed with that movie. And you know, every time I would go over to his house, he had this movie playing and like, <laughs> there's like part of him that is Patrick Bateman and it's kind of creepy and weird, but uh, uh, you know, it's, he's like, he knows every line in that movie and, and it's, you know, and it was a movie that I thought was hilarious. Like when I, first saw it and like hadn't had only seen it once you know and then 10 years had gone by since i saw it so when he came up came to me with this idea i was like oh that's great like let's make sure we only get like the most iconic moments from the movie so like i didn't rewatch any of the movie like first i just like wrote down all the idea like all of the most visual things i remembered from from the movie seeing it 10 years ago and then kind of rewatched it after that. And I was like uh, watching the jokes and, and loving it. And, you know, there's certain stuff we could do and certain stuff we couldn't afford to do, like um, just for, you know, production reasons. But, um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. And it's, that was kind of like the anomaly, you know, cause I had been making short films and then this came up and it was, it was a lot of fun. And it, you know, it was, it was more of a, um, I guess, you know, I, I like to think of it as just, um, you know, it's a, it's a, kind of a musical version of, of American Psycho, and I love that movie so much. It was just, it was a lot of fun to kind of create that, and then, and then, yeah, the, the other music videos, they've all been kind of random. So, um, like I said, like I don't, <laughs> I hadn't like considered myself like part of music video scene at all, like, um, and just kind of consider myself more of a a narrative guy or short film guy you know um you know i love like comedy narrative stuff so um it's just kind of every video that i do like happens almost accidentally and um you know they each come from kind of random corners um but they're always so much fun and yeah that's a unique way to approach like kind of doing a a remake of a or kind of a, a remake of a movie already because you know you would assume that somebody who's going to remake a movie is going to watch that movie like 150 times right. going into like the treatment process. Um, and, and, you know, one other thing I noticed is, is that Miles Fisher looks remarkably like Patrick Bateman yeah. uh, or, or Christian Bale as, Pat, as Patrick Bateman. Uh, and because of that and kind of the, the fact that the idea came from him, there weren't any like moments that he was like insistent on getting in there. Like he was kind of cool with you just kind of like, going with the clips that that lasted that 10 years in your mind um you know there's a lot of there's a lot of back and forth like he's he's super hands-on and is like a is a really great collaborator he has like really great ideas so um it's hard to say you know i think what i did at first was i just kind of did storyboards of the whole thing and was like well how about this and like and and we were kind of flirting with the idea of doing more of an interpretive um, version of it instead of being so literal about it like when we when we first set out to do it and we were saying like oh it could be Patrick Bateman like he's at um, he's at a fancy dinner in a tuxedo and like the waiter comes and like hands him his plate and then the waiter like turns into a skeleton and we started looking at like all this stuff and we're like well what what's really going to remind the audience of American Psycho and, and part of part of that was you know the set and making sure like okay, well, actually that space and the way the Venetian blinds look and the backdrop and, like, the exact geography of his, you know, living room is is so important to to what 
you know what that movie you know looks like and so you know there's stuff like that and then you know because at first we were gonna shoot it on location and we weren't gonna build the set so we started to realize like we actually needed to actually pepper in these things that were that were I- identical to the movie to really to really even make it clear that it was a reference um otherwise it just would have been miles like in a in a fancy suit um so yeah yeah it's like it's i see it as the the what was the 1990s remake of psycho of music videos <laughs> uh thank you i mean that's <laughs> yeah I, I guess thank you i mean yeah that wasn't that was that was a weird movie it was so weird but um yeah it was it was fun i mean and we did have those stills like on set and like you know, we had frame grabs from the actual American Psycho and stuff like that. But was uh, was there anything? Uh, you know, obviously, when you're trying to recreate something that exact, you you know, use things that you know you're out for a prop hunt for the for these kinds of things. Was there something that you just totally. absolutely had to have? Uh, you know, exactly like like the film. Um, yeah, I mean, we we all we got pretty obsessed with you know we needed to have this, you know, um, this VHS camera and then like this Chrome ax and all these little details and a lot of, you know, that was, and this kind of phone and the brick phone and, um, you know, and then there's, this is like details of the set that we became like obsessed with. And it was like, it was a slippery slope because it was like, you know, it was hard to start to let go of certain details when you're trying to do a match like that. Um, just because you know his television has like these bizarre 90s cd racks to the side and like (laughs) when he's like shooting with a vhs camera there's a very specific bookshelf in the background that's like extremely 80s but like you know and then there are certain things that like everyone will watch the video and they're like oh my god it looks so much like the original and then but for me it's like i know that his bedroom has like this little inset in the wall in the background and like nobody you know, nobody thinks twice about it because they're like they're going along for the ride. But you know, that stuff was like well, to us when we were shooting. We were like, oh boy, huge disappointment. Couldn't get the little <laughs> inset, you know. But um, it takes it down from five to four stars, right there. Yeah, yeah, it really does. It really does. But the costume person, um, Rebecca Blazak, she was, she was. I mean, I, I was just lucky because everyone on the set was like really obsessed about getting the details right, which is important for i guess you could i don't know if you call it parody but something close but yeah and the other video you did uh for miles fisher new romance uh kind of has a lot of those similar elements it's kind of a uh there's several things going on in the music video but but the the main thing on the surface is it's kind of like a save by the bell kind of uh reimagined uh or something like that where we'll we'll try to figure out the right word throughout the podcast. Yeah. Keep yeah. calling it different things. Remake. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but uh, I, I wonder like how, how much you work with like the kind of the costumer and the set designer and, and uh, you know, how as a director, you know, how involved are you in those, in those aspects to make sure that you get it right? Um, it's, it's kind of different from video to video. I mean, on the American psycho video, we had, Oddly, we had you know a fraction of the budget, but oddly, um, more time to kind of walk on set and and just analyze and you know um, 
everyone was kind of like working for free on that one and new romance was a little bit different because it was it was a larger scale thing and um there was you know there's an interesting kind of um legal issue with the say by the bell of it all um because we we were allowed to because Warner Brothers basically paid for that video and and the video is actually it's a tie-in a branded content piece for Final Destination 5 and that's kind of so it stars the video stars like all the actors from FD5 and they all kind of die in Final Destination ish sort of ways um and so Warner Brothers was picking up the bill for this whole thing and Warner's doesn't own the rights to save the bell so the whole time they were kind of saying Let's, you know, they, they greenlighted our idea and they said, you know, you're cool to do Save by the Bell, but at the same time, don't do Save by the Bell. So <laughs> it was, um, it was interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. I mean, it was, you know, so there are little details that ordinarily we would be obsessed with, like the hallway doesn't have this like stripe on the, you know, just like the other video and, and, you know, the floor in the max, like it has a step and there's a certain like very specific kind of custom paint job on the floor that you'd find in the real max set. But we had like a black and white checkered floor and it's all like for legal reasons. So, but hmm. yeah, ordinarily, like I like to, you know, as much as possible, you know, just in my short films and music videos, everything like it's always just comforts me to, um, see everything beforehand and, and have gags that we're not so sure about, like leading up, you know, when we're prepping, like, is this really going to work? How is, where's this camera going to be? Like, you know, I, I, I storyboard everything and I just, I'm kind of a control freak in the way that, you know, I need to, I need to see something tested before it goes on set. Cause we don't want to be like just kind of twiddling our thumbs with like, Oh no, this stunt doesn't work or this firework is not exploding or, you know, um, just the little technicalities that kind of, kind of slow you down. I mean, there's, you know, no accounting for, for some things, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's always, it makes me feel more comfortable and, and I think we can all like work much faster when, when all that stuff is like tested and I can see it beforehand. And, um, yeah, I, 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 I get, I get kind of like, just because I, I draw the storyboards myself and like, I get into the lighting and like this person's costume, like even in just like really dumb thumbnail form. And if it changes, then I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm just, it takes a minute to just be like, Oh, it's not exactly like the board, but like, it's better. Okay. Let's go with it. So, yeah. Um, now, story, you know, when I was on your site, I noticed, you know, you have the storyboards as sort of the thumbnails, which is great. Yeah. And on your Tumblr, you post some of the, the storyboards as well. And they're really, you know, like really fun to look at well done storyboards. And Thanks. I was wondering, you know, it, that's something we, you know, we haven't come across a lot in music video directors and the ones that 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 you know do you know if that's a common practice for them to storyboard or or does that come more from the short film uh background um i don't know actually i know that hero mirai is like a fantastic illustrator and i saw his boards for um i think for the same vincent video and a couple others but mm -hmm. he's got he's posted some some storyboards on his blog and they're incredible like he <laughs> i thought i put a lot of time into mine and, and he's like really he, i mean puts mine to shame so he's a he's a really great artist um yeah i don't know it's i you know i worked out of out of college i worked on 
as an assistant on, on Spider-Man 3 and, and like you know I got to work in Sam Raimi's office and part of that whole experience was seeing exactly how specific like that kind of filmmaking is and you know it's every you know obviously every shot in the movie is is storyboarded and it's you know sometimes animatic and sometimes um previs in a way um that like the animation of a character will you know it'll it'll basically be done in maya and then they'll shoot it on they'll shoot the background plate and then the previs artist will will hand that animation file to the post vis artist like and so they so the post visual effects guys have a head start on the animation and how the characters should move and interact and you know that like that kind of thing like you know it it blew my mind because it was just like this is how you know specific we can get and this is how you know and, and i think that's part of i don't know for me it's like it's it's part of the whole process i guess to kind of maintain that control and um you know there's always like the video i just finished with with tj miller like there was there was a lot of that that was improvised so that's like a totally different element and there's other stuff i've done that's been looser but i feel i always feel more comfortable when i have like the boards and i've and i've scouted and i've looked at you know location pictures and you know done done a whole thorough thing and yeah it just kind of kind of puts me at ease but yeah now you you mentioned that the uh new romance video was a was a you know tie-in promotion with yeah. final destination five um did it, I mean did it did it work was was the intended uh purpose sort of fulfilled to have it promote the movie it did in a really bizarre way and it, there was there were a lot of conversations about about how it should be treated um and you know some people watch the video now and they won't even know that it's it's a tie-in and you know even though the kids at the end of the video get hit by this bus and it says Final Destination 5 High School, which is totally, <laughs> you know, a red flag, like this is a promo. Um, but some people watch it and they're like, oh, that was cool, like, yeah, awesome. Like, it has, and they didn't even know that it was a branded content piece, which I feel is the most effective way to do a branded content thing. And, you know, I was trying to, the whole process, I was trying to say, like, let's not even have that thing on the bus. The bus was like a last minute addition, like in terms of the the FD5 graphic on the side of it. Um, you know, I wanted to go even more subtle and say, let's not even have that. And because it feels, I guess with internet stuff, it feels so much more organic, um, to just have it, to have it at least feel like user generated content. And although this music video wasn't exactly user generated content, like it feels so much fresher and so much more fun to share if it, if it's Miles saying, hey guys, like, hey, I just made this video over the weekend. Like, what do you think? <laughs> like, I put my FD5 buddies in it and here you go. So like, and that, that was like, so like with, you know, music videos and really anything like designing and like discussing the release strategy um, is like something that I really like to get into because if you can pull a fast one on people and trick them and, you know, do a branded content thing, but not actually let them know that's branded content. I feel like you're you're winning the war. You know, they wanted to, 
you know, another thing they were considering is like, why don't we not have that thing on the bus and like, let's just show the FD5 like, you know, commercial bumper at the end with the logo and, you know, that was another thing where I was like, wow, it's so, it's very obvious, you know, it's just like, you just watch an ad like tricked you, you know, <laughs> and I, I just feel like in terms of like view count and shareability, like, you know, all that stuff would go down if, if everyone was like, hey, check out this cool commercial I just watched. Um, it just feels so much more. Yeah, organic the other way. But um, now you mentioned your work with uh, Miles Fisher, who who is an actor slash uh, kind of singer musician, and um, yeah. uh, it's it's similar with with a lot of artists you work work with. And you also mentioned your work with T J Miller. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I wonder if you can get into a bit how that uh, relationship came about and how you how you got to do that video. Yeah, um, T- well, TJ had seen the video that I did with with Miles, and um, I think we had done two videos at that point, like that and a and a short film. Um, and he was like, "Hey, like, let's meet." And we just kind of, you know, he just kind of contacted me, and we met and ate pie, and um, and he was like, "Let's do something <laughs> together." And I was like, "Great." And uh, and then after a while, he just kind of called and was like hey i did this rap album this like fake rap album and do you want to do you want to do a video for it and i was like yeah great like um you know and the video the video and the album are are both like oddities like because it's you know tj's main thing is is stand-up comedy and um and he is you know he considers himself i think a stand-up comic first and an actor second and definitely a musician is like not even on that list like the (laughs) the album is like a joke it's a a fake you know it's a joke album so a lot of that video was also it was us saying like how how egotistical can we make this thing like come off you know like because just the the whole the horns and the song and it's just it's really like kind of a bombastic kind of ego piece so and um, and the CD has forty one tracks. We should yeah, also exactly. mention it's it's very definitely it's hilarious, but it is definitely very over the top. S- super over the top, and yeah, I mean he's he's totally. And that was like another thing is you know I had some of it storyboarded, and then it was like okay, well I know TJ's gonna get on set and he's gonna want to like mess around. So that was that was just part of how we designed that day, and you know, and he was super funny, and he kind of just did a lot of his own stuff and he's got so much energy or like laconic energy that it just kind of it, it worked and yeah it was crazy 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 video <laughs> we were we were cutting it and we were like what are we this is so insane <laughs> um but yeah it, it, again it's like it's just like the album is kind of it's like a fake rap album in a way like it's you know this is I kind of consider that like a fake music video in a way. It's like tradi- a lot of traditional stuff, like let's rap to the camera and like TJ wanted to like do a riff to like the Donald Glover video where he's kind of like running around in the background for like the first 30 seconds of the video. And so like a lot of that is kind of, it's like, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not taking a song and kind of interpreting it. It's kind of, it's doing that, but also mocking like what rap videos are or what they used to be. But um, most rap videos aren't like that at all anymore. But yeah, 
Do you find that the, um, you know, because a lot of times when, when you know, you, you see a lot of these music video directors and when somebody wants to do kind of like a funny, jokey rap video that they'll still turn to actual music video directors to do it. Um, do you, do you th see that there's really a distinction between kind of short musical comedy videos and, and, and true music videos or uh, are those lines more blurred? Um. That's an interesting question. I mean, I think, yeah, I've seen like other fake rap stuff online and it's, it's like, it's like its own category. I mean, there's so much of it in a way. Um, you know, part of what I wanted to do with this video and this could like only satisfy me and maybe four other people, but I kind of wanted to do something that was a blend of like traditional fake rap and kind of like, in a bizarre way, like an art video. Um, and just doing, I guess taking the super, super easy route and like, you know, just parodying, like I wasn't super interested in that. I don't think TJ was either. So that's why there's so much insanity in there, um, with like the clown and it just gets, it just gets super weird. Um, but I don't know. That's, it's, it's a good question. I mean, I think, I think it also depends on what the outlet is. Like, if you're seeing something on College Humor, it it's almost intended for a different audience than you know something that's um, that's like a YouTube thing or it's like a Vimeo thing. Like College Humor, you go there, you know you're going to be watching like a total joke, or you you know you're going to be watching like a parody or a riff of something specific. Um, you know, the, our video was on the front page of Funny or Die last week, like when it first came out. And my favorite comment, like, was this guy who was like, I watched this for 30, you know, I, I watched this for 30 seconds and I'm not sure if I don't get it because I don't know who TJ Miller is or I'm not sure if I don't get it <laughs> if it's parodying something specific and I just haven't seen that. Um, and I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess so. Well, there's always, always that fear that, you know, it's there's a specific reference and you're not in on the joke and right. uh, yeah you just and you just don't get it yeah totally which was like the first ten years of watching The Simpsons for me <laughs> just just like I don't get any of these references this is great but then once um, you do then you feel then you feel in the you're in the club exactly yeah um, I wanted to touch briefly on the Dungeon Puppies video um, yeah because it is if you if you took a look at the Super Bowl from this year, you may notice that puppy, that dogs, you putting dogs in things is yeah. a, a straight rocket at the top. And the <laughs> dogs that you have in this video are, are fantastic. And you even do a little bit of the, the Flight of the Concords doggy bounce, getting them to sing part. Um, but I was I was wondering what it's, what it's like to be storyboarding out like okay this guy's standing here and we're gonna sh we're gonna squirt water in his face like a dog is pissing on him <laughs> um i mean yeah that's that's just that's my life you know <laughs> just drawing pictures little pictures of people getting pissed on um yeah no i mean that was that was like a lot of that video was super improvised so um it was it was really fun i mean one of my best friends daniel hartley like created that that weird you know, it's actually an off-Broadway. I told you, like every music video that I do comes from super strange <laughs> corners of the world. But yeah, so he's he's an actor, and he created this thing called the Harmonious Pimps of Harmony, which is basically it's an off-Broadway show that is about the most successful you know R&B group of all time. 
And so he was like, I need a video that looks like really expensive and, you know, we come to New York and let's do this. And so we had two days and we were like, okay, let's, let's figure out what we can do. But we got to New York and it was last summer and it was, I think it was like 107 or 108, including humidity. And literally it was, this is an aggressive weather situation. So we couldn't go outside and we were, you know, going to originally like shoot all throughout New York and ended up scratching that and just shooting all in this like really pleasant air conditioned studio and nice. in one day and uh and just did water sports all day it was <laughs> <laughs> what more can you ask for right um it's a perfect but, day a perfect summer new york day yeah right yeah um no but it, it was fun i mean all those dogs were just friends dogs and like mm-hmm. we got some like basically craigslist dogs more or less and you know just we had to be careful with them because there was no, you know, there's no, you know, animal person there. So we were like, is it okay if we feed your dog peanut butter and then like <laughs> shove it? <laughs> and everyone was totally cool with it. And, you know, the dogs with like long shaggy hair looked really good when we pushed them hard and uh, shot it at 96 frames. That's right. There's, there is a little bit of sort of animal uh, mild stunts when they get shot <laughs> the side of the shoe. Yeah, yeah. We had all the dogs on, like, this steel table so they could stay, you know, like, at camera level. Mm-hmm. And we were, like, we trusted that none of the dogs would fall off of the table. And um, and for the most part, they were all, like, really good. They didn't want to, like, jump off the table or anything. But there was one dog who, who like, <laughs> jumped off and we were, like, shocked because it was this tiny little dog. And we were, like, oh, man, he's probably, he's probably hurt. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I feel I feel awful for saying that. Um, now the the last video we wanted to talk about is kind of a, a outlier in this, which is the Pacific the Grandma Colton Pacific Coast Eyes video. And yeah. on the YouTube uh, page for this, I think the Daniels have a comment um, uh, paraphrasing. Uh, Shut up! You know this is this is great. Um, <laughs> is it? Do, do, are you not happy with this video or did something happen? Um, no, I, I, I basically, um, I go through this process on every video and I'm kind of like, just go through a process of, of, of massive doubt. And I kind of, I, you know, I cut things and, you know, even with the American psycho thing, like when it was done, I was like, yeah, video is done, but it probably won't, probably won't put it on Facebook. Like, you know, screw that. Like, And then, and then someone was like, just put it on Facebook. And I put it on Facebook and I was like, Everyone was like, this is looking great. And, you know, it was it was kind of the same thing with this one. Like, I that one I didn't put on Facebook for whatever reason because I just have neuroses. And, you know, it is it is like a softer video for sure. And, um, there, you know, the my original treatment was a little bit darker. And, um, you know, for example, like instead of stealing flowers from, you know, this convenience store, he instead runs by this cemetery where a woman is like putting flowers on, you know, on a grave and like he steals the flowers there. And like, it's just, you know, there's just darker stuff in it and it was a a little more, a little more aggressive. Um, but you know, I, I wanted to do something that was more in line with, you know, um, with Graham's kind of vibe, which is, you know, a little bit, um, less aggressive I'll, I'll say that now is um was this inspired at all by the conan o'brien first tonight show oh i don't know if you've ever seen that where he runs across oh, yeah. the united states yeah um i 
no, I, 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 I really liked that thing. That was hilarious. And we were considering like doing it that way for a minute. Um, it wasn't that, um, but it should have been. <laughs> I should have been inspired by that. No, that was a great video. Um, and, and we, oh, sorry, go we ahead. Wanted, we wanted to do like to actually travel, but we also wanted to shoot on a fancy camera and kind of, you know, make it look glossy and everything. So, traveling with a five D would have kind of made like a different looking product. So, and so. But the budget went more into the the equipment then, if I understand that right. Yeah, it was you know it was a it was you know it was a moderately priced video, and I think yeah the budget. I mean the, the budget could have been you know just Dave Green and a camera um, with Graham Colton like literally driving across America and like getting in the car and picking up a shot and getting in the car and picking up a shot, but. You know, I think in terms of Graham was like really concerned with getting a video that was like glossy and like professional and you know at a certain level of quality because you know he just he wanted that for this album and uh, and so that was kind of part of part of the discussion it was like well how do how do we make something really cinematic for him and so we shot anamorphic and you know got these fancy lenses and it was you know it was more. It was more set up, and we knew exactly where we were going to go, and um, it was just kind of that. That's how it was done. But yeah, I mean, to to answer your earlier question, like I saw Dan Shiner to you know uh, at his house, and I was like, oh yeah, I did this video. Like I didn't really put it out, and he was. I think he just went on my Vimeo and was just like, he saw it, and he was like, shut up, dude. <laughs> I I I misspoke. It I, it was Vimeo, not YouTube. I believe. Yeah. YouTube comments are nothing to to joke about. They're a horrible place for humanity. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Just taking one look at at the comments on TJ's video, it's like, <laughs> dude, that's our audience. Like we could we could have I don't know. We could have really slapped off. interview story go oh yeah, yeah, yeah so here we go okay so when i was in high school i was in a band called three nine line you got to check them out they we were pretty good but you've, you've talked about this before. No, 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 no 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 well there's many aspects of this but this it fits into american psycho because the guy who was the lead singer slash songwriter of the band was obsessed with american psychos as miles fisher is obsessed with american psycho so we had a song and i guess i should remember the name of the song that was like based on American Psycho. It was this. Recurring... Although you guys wrote, and yeah, is it based on wrote, the, it's yeah. based on the movie, not in the not the book. Just just based on the movie. It's based on the movie, yeah. Okay, um, so it's like Christian Bale's in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, based on the, I guess it's inspired by the movie. So that was my horrible story to take us out of the interview. Nice. That's Do you cute. have a horrible story to share with Doug? Uh, I one time was watching American Psycho. Uh no. Now the book is uh, a whole to, lot I, more graphic than the movie, by the way. I I the probably book. the first time watched American Psycho because at the beginning at HBO said there'd be nudity in it, and I was probably twelve years old and had just got HBO, mm. and I was like, oh, there's gonna be nudity in this movie. I'm gonna watch this, and it was uh wrong choice. Because so no, I don't have a story. 
Well, if you ever have the chance to read the book, the book is is very, very graphic and very disturbing. The, the murders, although they are disturbing in the movie, they're nowhere near um, the book. They're just very, just trust me on this. Um, well, because typically in any good writing, it's going to be more than like, he stabbed her and it was bloody gross. <laughs> no, but like the guy in... Vividly the, described in the, in the book... Um, like, this is not podcast appropriate, but there, there, no, I can't say on the podcast. It's more, it's more than more than just explaining it. He, the way he kills people is very, very different in the book, and ah. and involves um, having animals, you know, starved animals go through tubes into people's orifices. It's very disturbing. So, just uh, think on that as we talk about our picks of the week. Uh, Where did our pick of the week song it, go? Um, we, we, like, we didn't really, uh, we stopped kind of, like, stopping, uh, wait, no, 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 we both lost it. Mm, you're right, yeah. Huh. The only one I have has me, has my voice. And I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think that's, that's, that's not ready for primetime player, that guy. Well, uh, uh, do you want to go first? Or I think I? my, I think my pick of the week, uh, is better to follow up talking about animals going into people's orifices. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is uh, Odd Future's music video for Rella. Um, mm. If you know anything about Odd Future or uh, Tyler the Creator, um, you know that uh, they're crazy. Uh, or at least their music and stuff and their music videos especially, they're very like, they're crazy. <clears throat> and uh, this this video is no different. Um, uh, it, it features the, um, the following things, but it is not limited to this list. Uh, it features um, uh, a huge woman in very ripped leggings, uh, booty dancing for a man in a robot suit. Um, that man then jumps through a wall and uh, humps lasers at people until they turn into cats. Uh, there's then a car accident followed by another man uh, slapping a woman in her face so that she s- turns from black to Asian. Tyler, Tyler, the creator, as a centaur, uh, snorting um, a giant pile of cocaine, um, or what is to assume to be a cocaine. Uh, there's no telling with these guys. Uh, and um, so, it, interesting imagery. Right, a lot of interesting imagery. Uh, it, uh, 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 there's more slapping imagery. A man is, a man is slapped from one shot to another, and those shots don't even take place in the same uh, location. Um, uh, and a, a lot of uh, men are in lady wigs, and um, uh, there's a point where you see a naked man's lower half, but he has no penis. Uh, all elements that make for a what uh, I chalk up to pretty close to the perfect music video. 
God, it hits all my checklist. Every time I open up a browser and look at a music video, I've got guy with no penis, like full frontal no penis, and that's like first on my list, and you wouldn't ima imagine yeah. how many times that goes unfulfilled. And then like vacuum snorting of cocaine is also high up there on the top of the list. Mm -hmm. um, uh, well, I know, it's a great, it's a great video, and if you happen to be going back in time, it's, it's right on the Film Desert homepage, so just check it out. Yeah, and the, the, the only time that we support any type of video where a man hits a woman, uh, I guess, is one where it makes her change races. This is, that part's getting cut out. <laughs> uh, uh, moving on and cut. So, my pick of the week, Adam Fairholme's pick of the week. Can we go to mine now? Are you there? Yeah. yeah, no, no, yeah. We, oh, okay. so, so much so that I was on mute already, you jerk. Um... So, so this is interesting. Now you may know that um, on iTunes they have this thing where it's like, uh, like the free single of the week. Sometimes they do multiple ones. Um, but as we've like puzzled with before, for some reason there's music videos on iTunes, and we're, I really want to find out. I don't know. Apple's so secretive. We'll probably never do it. But what percentage of sales music videos account for? But this one currently, I don't know when it'll be over. It is for free. Uh, uh, on iTunes as a music video download um, because it's like a 60 megabyte file so it's it's different than doing like a 3 megabyte download but although I'm sure Apple isn't concerned about bandwidth costs that much but this is um, for the Shins Simple Song um, the song is called Simple Song and um, it stars uh, uh, James Mercer of the Shins who you may know as one of the uh, uh, trio Echo Echo from Portlandia who are to attempt to stay at the Deuce Hotel. Um, that is him. So you may recognize him from that if you haven't seen him before. But it's a, um, as Pitchfork describes it, a Wes Anderson style clip, which is very true. Um, Wes Anderson, as in it uh, deals with uh, family issues and things like that. I'm actually not going to describe the plot because I, I'm not sure I completely understand all the dynamics going on after watching it a few times. This just recently uh, came out. I think I could help you with that. Um, yeah, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. I feel like you should see it for yourself. It, it, it involves a someone's uh, after their death will. And um, the thing that really I enjoy about this music video a lot is... Um, and the Daniels really, really always do this very well. They, they're kind of mixing sources uh, because this almost se seamlessly goes between sort of uh, old video camera footage from the 90s of birthday parties or 80s and 90s of birthday parties and their family events to, you know, modern times. And sometimes it's not just a straight cut. Sometimes it's a sort of very odd um, transition between the two. And the other thing that Daniels really do well, and it works so perfectly with this song because it's a beautiful song, is uh, they use slow motion just absolutely fantastically. And I won't give away the ending, but the, at the end there's um, quite a lot of chaos going on. It's in, there's these beautiful slow motion scenes. And it's, um, it's a lot of plot and sort of uh, character dynamics to, to fit into a short song. Or, but it is... Um, very very well done i highly recommend checking it out i've seen it described as like a mini movie That's it is what... a bit of a mini movie because it, it you know a lot of times um 
videos will try this and, and fail, but they really, in a very short span, uh, establish characters, establish histories, and establish relationships and conflicts between each other. Um, it's really pretty amazing. Yeah, they're, they're pretty much um, the best. And that is an open invitation for the Daniels to come on our podcast. Doug come on, come on down. <laughs> You're the next open invitation on the music video lamp podcast. There's not a lot of open invitations. We the only open invitations are for Keith Schofield and the Daniels. So far. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it. Yeah, that's all we got. So there we go, uh, Doug. That's our that's our episode for um, episode thirty one, um, and I guess we'll see you guys next week. It'd be great. It'd be great if we did. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that.